you know, the tracks are actually iRacing trunk boots. The scan of the track is dead on with the characteristics of the racing surface, the bumps, the banking. From inside the car, you feel like you're at Chicago. I've been running from my past, but my future's just too fast. He don't stop for no one, that's no lie. Hi, this is NASCAR driver Landon Castle, and you are on the road with Dane on WGN. Cause I just wanna live before I... Live before I die. 720 WGN on the road with Dane. High atop Chicago, typically in the Skyline studio, but now here in the uh, in the broadcast bunker and on the line with us. We've got you know one of the great personalities, I think, in racing right now. He is 2008 Xfinity Rookie of the Year, driver of the 89 Shepard Racing Chevrolet in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Landon Castle. Landon, uh, welcome to WGN. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me. I, I guess now you maybe you have to um, classify me as an e-NASCAR driver. <laughs> and you never know. There was a time, I'll have you know this, in the broadcasting world where being a podcaster was seen as really a bit of a, a compromise, right? It was something that you did in your basement or whatever. But now podcasts, I think, maybe have more reach than, than your traditional and terrestrial radio signals in the, in the station. So you never know. Maybe it'll be more impressive to be an e-racer. <laughs> down the road but i gotta ask you uh, on the sports side motorsports nascar it is it is a small community you guys you travel together you live together you, you hang out together the families and all that kind of stuff and with the sports world shut down in, in ways i don't think anyone could even imagine i mean think about it you know if you would have told you a month and a half ago there'd be no final four no major league baseball no olympics right and certainly no nascar mm-hmm. so outside of the racing part of it how has it been? How have you been interacting with some of uh, your racing friends? And how's it been for you and the family kind of hunkered down? I, it, it's been very interesting. I mean, in terms of the, the quarantine, um, you know, we live in a, a neighborhood here on a golf course in Davidson, North Carolina. And in the evenings when the weather is nice, it's kind of like the Truman Show. You go out, you look outside <laughs> and just there's people... And, and I mean this with respect to the quarantine and the social, to the physical distancing that we're doing. There's people everywhere, right? Like they're in their driveways, they're riding their bikes on the sidewalks. They're kind of, you know, getting out of their house finally for the day because everybody is just spending all day at home. So um, it's a really kind of bizarre time. And we're uh, the kids, you're trying to keep the kids occupied. We've got three kids in the house so wow. um, and a newborn. So we're trying to just keep everybody occupied. They're, uh, they've been getting into their toys a lot and, discovering new things to do and and i've kind of really made a, a quick pivot professionally as as has the rest of the, the nascar industry uh made this pivot to e-racing e-motorsports on iRace. so uh, i've been racing in the nascar iRacing pro invitational series and i've been um, streaming on twitch pretty much anywhere from four to six hours a day wow uh and spending my entire time behind a computer building out this kind of online platform of motorsports. So. You know what? You think about this, and I think that sports fans, it's it's crazy to see a silver lining, especially when there's you know so much challenges and pain and everything that's that's happening and going to be happening. But from the sports world, and you look at like what's going to happen on the other side of this, and it's been... I think I think there's going to be some real positives that come out of this. And for the listeners out there that are thinking that NASCAR just amazingly and magically invented this over the course of a couple of weeks in order to kind of placate the fans and viewers, it's it's really not the case. This is something that has been going on for a while. I got to tell you, at Daytona during media day, like Clint Boyer was there talking about being able to race 
races the chili bowl right race races whatever whatever kind of style around the country he was talking about it i I know that we were talked with kyle bush a little bit about it i sat in my in my in-laws car with kenny wallace for half an hour and he was talking about the pros and even the cons of having you know kids racing in their living room for big money and that was happening before any of this happened so this was kind of going on in in sort of a big way and it just kind of stepped into the limelight because of the situation yeah absolutely i think NASCAR and iRacing have been building this partnership for over a decade. And, and this is not, you know, this is one of those perfect examples of an overnight success that took 10 years to build. Right. Um, so they've been this, and that's just everything. That's not just the platform and iRacing itself, but um, the infrastructure of streaming races on iRacing and, you know, being able to scale something from a webcast to, to network television the the operations of getting drivers in the same place so that you can communicate with them via race control and and actually logistically put on a race to the same professional caliber um, that you would a physical race. All those things are are things that iRacing and NASCAR have been building together for years and years with with their highest you know their highest competitive series being the Coca Cola series on iRacing. So. It's it is amazing that the sport was able to make that quick of a pivot. Um, I mean, in a matter of days, right? right. I mean, they yep. postponed Atlanta on a Friday, and um, on Saturday night, I got a call from the president of iRacing who said, "Hey, this is this is what we're working on. Um, would you be interested?" So, you know, that's that's how quickly they were able to get this in motion. I'm oversimplifying it, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I'm trying to, because I think it feels like, I think for some of the fans, they feel like, hey, this has been simple. Like, whoa, what a what an amazing way to flip a switch. But there is no other sport that, that's a prominent sport where that transition between the video side of things, the virtual side of things, and the reality side of things are the same. You know, I can play, you know, NBA 2K. It doesn't mean that I'm going to be able to go out and play for the Bulls, but it is a little bit different. Got a chance earlier, I think it was maybe in December or January, talked with Juan Pablo Montoya about the transition of the of the virtual racing and some of those drivers being able to step out of the simulators step into cars and be able to compete you know at a formula two level and some of those major racing so the transition is great what's also very cool about this and let the listeners know we're talking with nascar driver e racer of course fourth place over texas we're right there with a great finish landing castle is it reversed, you know, where you can do this? One of the cool things is that you're having, and I don't know if they'd be willing to do this if this wasn't kind of this particular situation, but Jimmy Johnson is a guy that hasn't had a lot of experience doing that, but he's participating in this anyway to whatever level of success, but you're getting some of the biggest stars with a bigger, I think, learning curve than you guys. You're ready to go. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they all, everybody's going to have a little bit of a different learning curve, and there is still some you know, adaptation to the platform that someone like Jimmy just needs to have. And myself, for that matter, I mean, I, I, I'm very familiar with iRacing, but maybe not as familiar with it competitively as like Jimmy Hill or Garrett Smithley. But we can all catch up fast because we're professionals. We know how to race. You just kind of have to learn the ins and outs of the platform itself. And that's what Jimmy's, you know, learning. It's, you know, his stats so far in the two races that he's run, they're not indicative of his skills. They're indicative of just the learning curve um, for the platform. So it's, it is a, um, it's, it's a good driver training tool. It teaches you fundamentals. It's definitely worth the investment for young drivers to race a physical car, but also invest in iRacing and spend, you know, many hours a day on iRacing because it does 
teach you the fundamentals of, of motorsports and, and car racing. So you can definitely take that, take what you learn and translate it to the physical world. As a parent and as a parent with kids and you're able to see sort of that learning curve, they seem to be kind of wired a little bit differently than maybe maybe I was, even though I, we played video games, we did all that kind of stuff. But our five-year-old can teach us to do some things on the computer. Do you think that it is an advantage maybe for, for younger drivers to get in this that maybe seem to have more of that sort of direct connection to the to the online, to the virtual, to the computer side of things than maybe some of those old drivers trying to, to learn what seems similar but is, is different? Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think that, um, you know, kids that are computer tech savvy are just going to have a, a, they're going to adapt quicker to the operations, just the interface of navigating a program like iRacing. A lot of that is, is just the interface, the buttons to click, the information that's coming at you, how you use that information. That's the kind of thing that kids are really good at. Um, and that people that spend a lot of time online in general uh, pick stuff on quickly. As NASCAR tries to make it as real as possible, and people will know that you know that you've got like the commentators, you know Mike Joy, uh, Jeff Gordon. They're they're calling the race. They even has you know national anthems. I think we got a pre race concert coming up for the next mm-hmm. tr- next one on the track itself. And Denny had mentioned that we've got to say that Chicagoland, I guess, is one of the most realistic and one of the more favorite tracks for iRacing. Yep. They do really well with it. But talk about it. Is it the same as a guy who has raced all of those tracks in real life? Is it a one-to-one comparison, or are there some differences? Man, you know, the, the tracks are actually iRacing strong suit. They're probably one of their strongest suits. I mean, it's, the scan of the track is is dead on with the the characteristics of the racing surface, the bumps, the banking, even the images, you know, like at Chicago, for instance, from inside the car, you feel like you're at Chicago, the patch in turn one, the bumps in turn three and four, grandstands, um, you know, from the driver's seat, it looks realistic and it races realistic. And then from the broadcast perspective, it's going to look like the real racetrack with the billboards and everything. So iRacing does a phenomenal job with the racetracks. And then the cars, you know, you can have custom paint schemes and everything just like a real car so you know i have real sponsors in my race <laughs> right. in, in the pro invitational series i'm getting real sponsorship from from blue emu they're they're an official partner for nascar and they're heavily invested in the nascar space it's, it's really the only sports space they they care to invest in and so when when this uh happened they gave me a call before texas and said Hey, you know, we want to double down on the sport during this hard time. A lot of people are pulling back right now. We want to accelerate our investments. So they made it happen. Okay, so here is one of the other things that I think is great about this, and we have all talked, and I'm sure you guys have talked, and of course all commentators and, and media and press, and what can NASCAR do to kind of either maintain or increase or improve the connections with the fans and you know, and bring more fans in and kind of raise that level? And, and I think the personalities of the drivers, it's tough, though. When you got a sport where you're in a car, you're under a helmet. There's just so much about it that just doesn't lend itself to that personality side of it. But are you seeing this? And for Landon, for yourself, this is another way I think that you, have a really strong hand to play in this because you are one of those great personalities in the sport and just the way that this is and the way that the commentators are able to kind of interact with the drivers it seems more casual more fun i know as it gets more serious i'm sure it will be more serious but it seems like you're really able to kind of showcase and a lot of the guys are kind of who they are through the process of uh, the iRacing broadcast yeah i mean uh, there is that opportunity you know this this platform offers a unique opportunity because now everything I do behind the wheel and everything I do training wise, I can capture and, and record it and stream it and broadcast it, repurpose it, edit it, 
and post it on social media channels in real time. And I can do it cheaper, cheaper and easier than I can do that at the physical, at the racetrack, uh, where you have to hire videographers, you have to pay for people to travel. Um, there's logistics involved. So here, you know, I have a webcam and I have a Twitch stream where I'm streaming pretty much everything I do behind the wheel. And I record all of that. I have a video editor that works for me that will help me, you know, cut clips and repurpose them and tell different stories. And, and then obviously that, that helps with branding for my sponsors as well. I've got mm-hmm. Blue Emu is, it has a pretty much a permanent logo on my Twitch screen. And so that's what, uh, you know, their investment is what is, affords the ability to invest in people on my end right now to help spread that message and, and show these personalities. And eventually, you know, if this is, if this is something we do for the next two months, you know, I would definitely see more drivers adapting to this. Last question is, this is, it was kind of something that the infrastructure for it was there. They were able to pivot and make it something that is, I, I think it's already the most watched esports situation like ever in history and it's only going to grow i think as they get better at it in that two months when it happens and people are back to regular racing where does this all shake out because this could be one of the as they're talking about nascar changing coming into the next season and kind of building in more races more fan friendly could you see kind of a combination maybe the the regular races on saturday sunday on location but maybe some other things happening you know with i racing being a regular part of of really the fan frontline fan experience when it comes to NASCAR? Yeah, it's hard to say where it can go. I mean, I think that the drivers can determine that for themselves because obviously we're the talent involved that makes this happen. But at the very least, you know, when when we go back to real world racing and now everybody's attention is going to turn back to what they have to do in the real world, at the very least, I hope that we've built a platform for for iRacing and for esports that we can um, either come back to in December and for off season series, or we can, we've built a platform that we can make another pivot into doing something else. Um, but at least we use this six to eight week period to capture the eyeballs and sell them on, on the platform and sell them on the operations of how exciting this is, the idea of how exciting this is. And then that way we'll have those eyeballs ready to watch something else that we do in the future well it's exciting we're watching and this is as with all the challenges and everything all the the appropriate negativity that's going on in the world this is one of those kind of fun silver linings that's happening in the world of sports specifically in nascar and uh, so landon good luck with everything good luck with the the race coming up good luck with all the things shout out to to team blue emu and thanks for jumping on the show today thanks a lot